Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And it is Saturday, so it is the weekend. Hopefully, you are getting out to some garage sales and some thrift stores and finding some items to resell. It is definitely a great time to get out there this summer, especially with so many people trying to get things out of their house, having so much time to clean up. It's just, I can't stress it enough. Get out there start learning, start getting involved with these garage sales, start buying and selling. It is a great way to make some extra cash this summer. I cannot stress it enough. And even if you're not about that, it could be the thing that spurs you into what you are about. Um, It could give you the money to start your own wholesale business, your own private label, your own um, kind of print-on-demand business. It could give you the money to start your own uh, podcast or or whatever you want to do, um, it could give you the the ability to do that. And so I, I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to get out there, do your own um, buying and selling. Get out there and do these garage sales. They're huge. Just a great summer, great summer to do garage sales. So I am thinking a lot about what people do when they resell and different methods of reselling, and I've talked. In I've talked and gone on and on about different Marshalls, Ross, TJ Maxx, Burlington finds, uh, DDs, another one that's a southern thing. Uh, they are another place to get uh, shoes and do shoe reselling. But these these finds of shoes are what I'm talking about. And oftentimes you can walk into a Ross or a Marshalls and get shoes that are either new in the box or at Ross, they're off the rack. Although recently I've been seeing people pick up new-in-the-box shoes at Ross on very, very rare occasion. So it can happen, um, but it's not very common. And you can pick up these shoes, flip them on StockX if they have the box and it's intact. Flip them on Goat if they are not intact in the box and they just have either a half box or they have um, no box at all like a, a Ross shoe would. And you can make a lot of money doing that. You can do it on eBay as well. Um but there's just a lot of opportunities to flip these shoes, especially with eBay doing no fees now, great opportunities in shoes. Now, the, the thing about shoes is that they require, uh, at least to me, a good bit of capital, or you're going to be doing some undercutting, trying to get things sold quickly, building up your capital to a point where you can hold shoes for a longer amount of time. It's definitely an art, like any sort of reselling is, but it is uh, one that a lot of people... Uh, tend to do really well with and you can keep re-rolling your capital into more investments keep rebuying keep reselling and and building up your your actual amount of inventory so that when that sells through you have more money and so that's what i see a lot of people doing i see the hustle be doing that i see matt klein doing that on instagram both very good follows um i see people doing that like a couple of people that I follow just that I know, they do shoes really well. Uh, people in my local area do shoes really, really uh, at scale and do well with it. And so I want to talk today about a way to get shoes that I haven't talked about, and that would be going to the outlets. Now, I may have discussed it in brief, brief passing, but if you don't know what an outlet is, uh, just a quick brief idea of what it is it's basically a store that nike or adidas or whoever sends the items that have been in back stock to 
and maybe they didn't go to Ross or maybe they're too valuable to go to Ross. So they send them to these outlet stores that sell the product at 30 to 40% off. You buy it from them. They're making all the profit on the item. It's basically like them it's basically like them reselling the item in a way, but rather than getting paid pennies for it, they're making actual dollars for it. So it's it's a lot better for them, I believe, than a Ross would be, but you still need Ross to get all the product out that you uh, really can't move even in your own factory stores or your outlet stores like they have. Now, Nike has these outlet stores spread all over the country. You can find them. You can just look up Nike outlets near me to bring up a list of Nike outlets around you. They may even have a store locator, but I'm not sure. I just know that there's a couple around my area, and they are far from me. They're probably about an hour and a half away, but when I do go up there, I make sure I get up there and go through everything. Now, it was nice in college because I can buzz over there. I, I went to school five minutes from the outlets. I didn't take advantage of it, which I'm very upset about, but could have buzzed over there every day and just found shoes all the time and made a killing. But I didn't do that. I didn't really know about this back then, and um, it was something that I passed up a great opportunity for. Now, if you live near some outlets, you have a great opportunity because, especially if you're full-time, Friday morning, Saturday morning, you have a huge advantage over everyone else, and that is the ability to waltz into Nike at opening and buy all the shoes that are on sale. You may be thinking, why Friday, Saturday, why Sunday? Shoes go on sale Friday, um, usually in the morning, is typically when they run their sales. They usually do a weekend sale every weekend or every two weekends, and they will price the back wall up to 20, sometimes 30% off I've seen. Basically, the back wall is where they put all the shoes that don't have matches or they're misfits or they are, they've been on the shelves for too long. So you walk into a Nike outlet that has clothing racks of all this clothing that hasn't sold out yet from the actual Nike store online or their warehouse. And then they have uh, in the back typically big large tiers uh, racks of shoes and then there's a back wall that has all the shoes that they haven't sold through yet um and on the nike outlet that i was in it was on one wall and then it went a right angle and it was on the actual back wall of the store as well and on this wall they would put all the shoes that either had been there a while they wanted to clearance out they maybe got a return anything and so you know, people will walk into there occasionally and for whatever reason, somebody either screws something up or they return a shoe and that's how you walk into a Nike outlet and find a pair of Travis Scott ones, which I saw happen on Instagram, uh, whether or not it was real or not, can't confirm that, but I'm imagining somebody probably did find a pair of Travis Scott ones at the outlets just by going there and finding them on the back wall. Now... There are other things that you can find there. I mean, there's been off-white collabs. There was there was a, I think it was like a breast cancer awareness Nike React collab with, I can't pronounce the name, but it's like Swavorsky Crystals. And that shoe, I think, goes for around one grand, if not more. And somebody found that at Nike the other day. So there's just a lot of opportunity to find shoes a lot of opportunity to get shoes at a great price because when you go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they're running a sale, you're getting everything on the back wall 20 to 30% off. Additionally, if it's been sitting back there for a while, they'll mark stuff down even more. So if it's not just 20 to 30% off the markdown price at the factory um, or the, the, the um, 
outlet store, but it's also additionally marked down for you on occasion if the shoe hasn't sold in a really long time. So they may cover over the price tag several times, and then you know it went from being a $120 shoe to a $70 shoe, plus you're picking it up on sale. It's another 30% off. You're making, you're getting a huge discount on that shoe uh, just just by knowing the clearance dates and by knowing the sale dates. So, what can you do? Well, first off, if you're gonna go, you need to get there Friday. You don't need to. I mean, you can walk it. You can walk in there anytime and be fine. But um, if you want to do the best and get huge hauls, walking in there Friday morning at ten, Saturday morning at ten, or or whatever time they open is key. Because when you walk in there at open, you have first pick of the of the litter, if you will, of shoes. They've oftentimes priced things down, even dropped shoes on clearance. You can walk in there. You can go to the racks that have shoes that are new in the box, look them up on StockX, flip them in store because there's already bids placed on those shoes, and then go buy the shoes. And that's, that's risk-free selling making money with zero investment right there i mean okay you're investing your money but you've already sold the item so it is what it is um but it's just good to keep that in mind because you can make a good amount of money doing that you don't even have to buy the shoes yet you can sell them and then buy them so quick little thing there um also you can go to the back wall now the thing about the back wall is it's very rare to find shoes that are new in the box However, it does happen. You can find them occasionally. It's just a little more difficult to come across. And at that point, um, you you kind of you can't sell them on StockX because they're missing the lid. A lot of times, they'll cut the lid off at Nike. Don't ask me why. I just imagine it's to fit it better. You'd think they just put the shelves a little higher, but whatever. Now they cut the lid off, and the shoe has lost a lot of resale value. But it's still probably very profitable depending on the price you get and what they actually go for a lot of times they're just pricing these shoes at whatever they can um they're they're definitely retail prices but when they start to get marked down and clearanced and then the 30 to 20 20 to 30 to percent off additionally you start to really knock down the price on that shoe so um it's something that you can do really well with if you know what you're doing you're paying attention to what to what shoes are coming out um, but yeah, getting there for these sales is one of the best ways because during the week, they're not running 20, 30% off typically. They may do that every once in a while, but they're not usually doing that. Now, another thing is the Nike Friends and Family Sale. So get the Nike app, sign up on there, and they will send you uh, occasionally a Friends and Family Sale where it's 30% off for only people that are on the Nike app and specifically people that have been on there a while that are active with Nike because they, they've been on there, they, they do a lot of business with Nike so they give you a friends and family sale where you are allowed to go in there and buy things at a certain percentage off usually 30% off that nobody else is allowed to buy except for other resellers or people that buy a lot of it with Nike but the average person can't just go in there and use it so that is something to keep an eye out for download the Nike app and you can I think just sign up that way and once you have it they will either send it in app or via email to your email address get the 30% off code and then make a good amount of money taking these discounts is huge because each discount counts when you're selling something and reselling it uh, can really drive the price down to buy the shoe and then you can make a lot more money once you knock off those dollars that you uh, get knocked off with a coupon or something like that now the last 
way that it, it, you can really do well with this is just by talking to the staff. If you watch Reezy Resells, who's a very good, a very big and popular reseller, he goes into these Nike outlets, he just talks to the people, he gets an idea. He, if he wanted to, could dominate shoes because he knows he, he knows the people by name a lot of times. And then they'll help him get shoes. He usually finds somebody who's kind. And then when he's done, he goes and buys him each like a $5, $10 Starbucks gift card. I mean, he already made several, th- he made a thousand bucks off of this Nike outlet because he can flip them on Amazon. He's just paying it forward and that helps him out. That helps the people out. People feel good. They in turn want to help him out because he's the guy who brings in gift cards. Uh, but he's really doing it as a way to repay the people as well. It's just a, a very, very good system of doing things. You getting in contact with these people though and knowing, hey, we're supposed to be marking clearance down now, it's it's good. I mean, they I a lot of times was scared when I went in there because I was like, well, they, they're going to know I'm a reseller. They don't care. They see people all the time come in there, check out 20 pairs of shoes. I watched it. I watched it all the time and I was like, well, if they think I'm a reseller, they know that guy's a reseller because he's checking out like 15 pairs of Jordan 4 tattoos. And so it's it's definitely something that is not a bad thing to share. Now, some managers don't like it. Some managers love it. It depends on how smart they are. The ones who are savvy will be happy for resellers because you clear all the product out and they don't have to worry about, you know, not meeting their sales quota or whatever. The ones who are not savvy feel like you're jipping them even though they don't actually own the store and they feel like they're being ripped off because they know you're going to make more money on the shoe than they're selling it for and they feel like they're not hitting as good of numbers as they should and they get aggravated about it. It's kind of a ego thing at that point and those kind of store managers are harder to work with because um, it's just they don't want to sell to you. They don't want to sell to resellers. They want to sell to people that are going to buy the product and keep it. Um, and, and in that case, do not really share with those people that you're a reseller because they probably won't be happy to give you information and they definitely won't work with you that well at a counter. They'll probably find out eventually anyways, though, because like I said, if you go into this and you're doing it at scale, you'll be buying 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 pairs of shoes. And at that point, nobody wears that many pairs of shoes. So, um, you are going to be easily identified as a reseller. It's not a big deal, especially for the outlets that have really cool managers, but, um, some people just aren't as cool with it as some as the other ones are. So, um, those would be three good ways to kind of understand and get yourself, uh, ready to go to outlets and to dominate there. At least, I mean, you would be able to do really well just knowing when sales are knowing the sales people, uh, a little tip, a lot of the salespeople that work there get their own discount. And if the manager's not paying attention and you know the person and you're kind to them, sometimes they will even swipe their card and get you a discount as well. Now there is a cap to how much they can spend per month. So they're not just swiping their card for everybody, but I've had people at Adidas and Nike swipe for me before. And um, it's, it's definitely a very nice thing to have happen. So um, you know, that is something that you could do. You can make a lot of money at Adidas doing this too. They're not nearly as hyped as Nike, but they have the same kind of ordeal, back wall shoes, shelves of shoes. I did well flipping NMDs there whenever I was in college. They had this maroon pair that was awesome. It was a beautiful pair. It was maroon with orange tag, like with the orange little loop on the back on the shoe. It was bright white, 
um, Adidas Boost foam on the bottom, and then in the back it said in black lettering NMD. Really, really clean shoes. I did well with those. I sold probably four or five pairs of those. At the time, it was a lot more than I'd ever sold and made a lot more money in those than I'd ever thought I could make. Um, so you can really do well with the Alice. You just have to know what you're doing. So if you're looking to educate yourself, just start looking up shoes. Start looking at um, things like uh, Kicks deals and stuff like that. That's a great shoe uh, deal market. It's basically, they give you deals on shoes because they have links to account links to websites that are called affiliate links they get paid when you use their link so they skim for different deals and then they'll tweet them out and, and share them with you that way so it helps them it helps you it's a good way to just learn finding these accounts that are tweeting about sneakers and talking about it social media is a great place to learn once you know what you're looking for then you can branch out into google reddit Instagram, Twitter, hit all those up, learn as much as you can about shoes and have your own little database in your head of what shoes you know, what shoes you're looking for, what shoes sell well, then you can start to really dominate this thing. So if you like shoes, it's a great way to go. Uh, if you have the time or you're full time, great way to go. Um, you can really make a lot of money doing shoes this way. So again, get out there to the outlets if you can, give it a shot, see what happens. I'll let you go. I'm going to get back to my day-to-day, -day, one of the last days I'm in Virginia, so it'll be interesting, but I am excited to get with you tomorrow for another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.